right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode four. I'm Ty Miller, and I'm joined tonight by Frank. What up, homie? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's just the two of us tonight, and uh, yeah, old Scotty Fishwater. He was, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Scott's day job, he's an adult film star. And well, uh, I don't know if you could call him a star. I think the, the proper terminology is called fluffer. <laughs> I, I'm oh, not, you know what? That's right. That's right. right. He did say his is. jaw was exhausted. So, <laughs> but we're missing one of our one of the three musketeers. He's like Donatello of our group, right? That's, that's a musketeer, right. right? Or is uh, that a, no, that's a, Ninja, that's a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we're a two-legged tripod tonight. All right, there we go. Whatever that means. All right. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was good to get week one out of the way, you know, football going for real. And, uh, yeah, I guess the, the big thing for fantasy is if you didn't have Gronk or Julio, uh, you probably had a hard time really dominating your league, but, uh, big one also is injuries. Brutal. Yeah. Very rough week for injuries. First of all, I hated week one of, of football. I hated it. I think everything went wrong in every single one of my leagues. I hate, <laughs> I hate Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I hate you. I hate right. Des Bryant got hurt, and even when he was playing, he wasn't doing shit. Exactly. I, I, I had the worst week, and I just hope that it's not a trend. This was the anomaly of the of the year. I got week one out of the way. I mean, I got like one win, two wins, whatever, in like twenty seven leagues. <laughs> Something crazy. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. So anyway, keep uh, keep stay tuned for our our fantasy advice. So yes. <laughs> we're terrible this week. <laughs> um, yeah, the big one that that really stuck out, like you said, is Des Des Bryant's get the uh, got the Jones injury now that they're calling it with the, uh, the the fracture in his foot. It went from two to four weeks to six to eight weeks. Now it's possibly eight to twelve weeks. So basically the whole – potentially the whole fantasy season. Yeah, that's brutal. And Jerry yeah. Jones was like, get me Bryce Butler on the phone. <laughs> Every single episode. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, they traded like a seventh round for him, uh, which I don't know. I don't get it, but whatever. I still expect, him to make, I, I expect him to make another move for some sort of veteran wide receiver. You know, I know that Akeem Nix's name had been thrown around, which I don't know how effective he would be, but you never know. You I know, mean, would they bring in a Reggie Wayne? It's possible, I guess. You know, I mean, when you think of Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley as your top two targets, that's a little scary. And really the biggest loser, I think, in this whole thing is Tony Romo. Yep. You know, that's Brian. That's a huge red zone target for him and probably the most sure-handed receiver he has. Well, as a giant fan, I'm happy. That I bet you are. <laughs> I, I mean, as a fantasy owner, I hate losing Des. I mean, come on, it's Des Bryant, right? But I mean, since it's happened and we can't go back in time, I can say fuck Des. <laughs> Screw the Cowboys, and I'm okay with it now. I mean, I lost them. What am I going to do? Cry about it? So you made a call to Don Cheech, huh? Okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Right. Right. Okay. Well, the uh, the one that also kind of threw a wrench in people's plans was Mike Evans missing week one because of his hamstring. The good news is he returned to practice on Wednesday. Nice. So he should be okay. T.Y. Hilton, that's another 
Another good one. Got him out. You know, they're saying he may not miss any time, but there's also potential it's one to two weeks. And as much as Philip Dorsett was pushed in the offseason, Dante Moncrief actually stepped it up, filled it nicely, and now people are talking how they want Dante Moncrief. Right. Well, he had, what what do you have, six receptions and 46 yards? Yep, something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was decent. Andre Johnson didn't do crap. What a... He He's, dropped a two-point conversion in the end zone. Uh, we're going to save him for a later segment. Just, <laughs> right. Let's just leave it at that. Right. But, um, yeah, no, Moncrief now, you know, people are on the Moncrief. Uh, <laughs> love. <laughs> what, I mispronounced that? <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, yep. Deshaun Jackson. He was a guy that was kind of like a mid-round, you know, whatever, fifth-round, sixth-round type of guy you were able to get. And he was kind of overlooked, I thought. Then he comes up with a big goose egg because he came up lame with his hamstring. He, You know, Kirk Cousins overthrew him on that specific play, and he was just fully stretched out running. And uh, there's potentially – he might be out for a few games now. So that's that's big. That's That's right. really big, especially if you own Jordan Reed. Because Jordan Reed got 11 targets this week, you know. I mean, he's he was the top target in Washington. I, yeah, he looked good too. I mean, I know it yeah. just takes one hit, and the guy's in the dark room for the next three years. But <laughs> oh man, I mean, he, I mean, how many con- concussions has Reed had? I uh, mean, too many, too many, too many, right? I mean, I hope you know, God willing, he doesn't get he doesn't get hit. But he looked great. But the guy I kind of like better, I, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm going to say this is Garcon. Oh yeah. yeah, you know I, I'm I'm digging Garcon, man. Mm-hmm. Six receptions, seventy four yards. Yeah, I can dig that. I can dig that. I can dig it. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> you dig? Yeah, Garcon was already a kind of a, a sleeper, if you want to put right. it that way. And with Deshaun Jackson out, uh, Jordan Reed, his talent was never in question. It was always his health. Right. That, I mean, that's the reason in a lot of drafts he went undrafted or he went like seventeenth, eighteenth round. You know, people were just they didn't want to take the risk on him. And and whoever played him in week one, he paid off. Right. Or if you were if you were drafting Reed, you were drafting um Niles oh, Paul. My, Niles Paul, right. Yeah. Sorry. Who was out for the season. So Who was like, out oh, for the season and now yeah. you're like son of a need Yeah, I need to go get Logan Paulson. Oh wait, he's out also. <laughs> That's right. I mean that teach took care of that. We, we <laughs> yeah. found that out episode one That's for right. you, uh, new listeners. Right. Go check but, that uh, one out. From mom, from my mom who just uh, subscribed to the Bull Rush podcast. Mom, oh, go, listen, go listen to episode one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, let's just hope that week two has less injuries. That's all we can hope. Please. I- I'm sorry. Go back into the injuries. I saw today on CBS Sportsline, Julio Jones is questionable with a hamstring issue. Please I- tell me CBS is smoking weed or doing something crazy. I went to go set up a lineup. I have them in one league on CBS, and there was a big red X next to it, or whatever. Uh, yeah, the X. Yeah, you're kidding me. And it would say it said questionable hamstring, but then when you click on it, it says you know he's going to play. He just didn't practice today, whatever. But did that happen in practice? I have I didn't, no idea. He didn't. He played the whole game, didn't he? I mean, he was yeah. slowed slowed up in the second half, but yeah, it's just a ton of wide receiver injuries, basically. You know, Frank Gore, he. He was, you know, had minimal effect against Buffalo, but stood the whole Colts offense. But Frank Gore, he just had that cramp in his calf that took him out. But yeah, let's just hope that everybody kind of stays healthy. Healthy. That's it. 
All right, so our next segment is called Blow Your Wad. Stop! Okay, keep doing it. Yeah! And uh, it's basically... <laughs> you can't even get through it with a straight face. No, you can't. I mean, come on. It's Blow Your Wad. Uh, drop modes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Blow yeah. Your Wad. Well, let's explain Blow Your Wad to people here. It's, uh, it's a new segment we have and uh, we were saving it for the regular season because one of the top things as it's related to our last segment of injuries is the waiver wire you know these guys go down everybody wants to get their backup their replacement or it opens up some opportunity that didn't people that people didn't see coming so like ty hilton goes down a lot of people might be able to get dante moncrief off the waiver wire what's uh what's a guy that you might be targeting the waiver wire that you're willing to blow your wad for Okay, well, I think the uh, it's obvious. It's James Jones. I mean, the guy's going to catch James mother effing Jones. Oh, okay. The, the guy's going to catch like 54 touchdowns this year. I mean, it's 54. like... <laughs> um, it, was, it was 23 in week two, or uh, the, the second episode we had. So. That's when he was on the Giants. Now he's on oh, man. He's on Green Bay, and it's you got to at least double, he, maybe even triple that. He's so, got the Aaron Rodgers multiplier going? He's got, I mean... He had two touchdowns. You could – I mean, I did some math. I mean, times pi, uh, carry the one. Yeah, that's 54. 54 touchdowns in a 16-game. <laughs> game. patent-pending patent pending algorithm there? Yes, patent-pending. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, seriously, though, uh, it's got to be James Jones. Aaron Rodgers loves the guy. He constantly looks looks for him. I mean, he had two touchdowns. What more can you say? No. No, when I look at James Jones, all I see is stud. Or like That's when I put it. in put in my uh, free agent waiver wire money here, it's just I just put it all. That's all, I just type all, in all of it, all just, the monies. Just, just give him the money. <laughs> just take it, please. <laughs> now James Jones was a stud, and you know he, he had a really good stat line for fantasy purposes. But if you didn't watch that game, you didn't see the fact that he could have had another touchdown or two. You know, one got negated by uh, penalty on offense. And I mean, you're looking at you know, it says he has four targets, but he had more like six or seven targets. Right. So he's getting targeted. Uh, Devontae Adams was the highest targeted wide receiver there. But you got to think also, this is James Jones's first game back with Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams has been there all training camp. I expected him to kind of go to Devontae Adams because Randall Cobb was dinged up. Right. Even though he had a touchdown, he didn't do too much. Five catches, 30 something yards, and a touchdown. James Jones. Still has he? I mean, he could be going up from here. Uh, yeah, my guy would be uh, Brandon Coleman, actually in New Orleans. Nice. He's one of those guys that people were kind of debating. It's either going to be him or Nick Toon, kind of as that third wide receiver behind Brandon Cooks and Marcus Colston. And he emerged. You know, he had seven targets this week. And in that offense, I mean, that's all you can really ask, especially because they targeted the uh, tight ends. I'm sorry, the, the running backs more than the, the wide receivers and tight ends. So didn't he snap snap Colston too? Wasn't he on the field more than Colston? I believe he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had, uh, yeah. I mean, he had a decent output: four catches, 41 yards. Uh, obviously, the big touchdown that that really helps. But even without such end, still still pretty good day and. If he gets more targets thrown his way, which I would suspect he's going to, you know, he's a guy that is definitely worth blowing your wad over. Uh, anybody else you would uh, target? Well, I mean, we touched on Reed, right? Yeah, I mean, right. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to go with Jordan Reed because he was just whatever. I mean, we, we just touched on that. How about Nasty Nate Washington? Nasty Nate. Dude, he is old reliable. He just is. And everybody sleeps on this dude, man. He's Every I mean, time. last year he did it too. He was just – he just quietly gets the targets. What do you have? Eleven targets, six receptions, and 105 yards. I mean, yeah, man. You know, I mean, right after the draft, when Jalen Strong went there, you know, you're talking maybe like early June. People start looking at the depth chart. Of course, you got New Hopkins at the top, but then mm-hmm. people kind of penciled in Cecil Shorts and then Jalen right. Strong, and then here's Nate Washington down towards the bottom. By the time camp was done, preseason's rolling. He's number two. When in Tennessee. People in Tennessee just always exactly. like myself. You just look over. You just overlook him. Same thing happened this year. I mean, it happens every single year wherever he's at. He's know? a vet. I mean, he just he's just a. I hate when like you hear these guys on uh, on on the radio. He's just a ball player. He's a football <laughs> player. Like so what the hell is that supposed to me? Yeah, so cliche. And they're all football players technically, but this guy really is a football player. Yeah, he, he is. Just knows he knows how to get open. He knows what to do. He knows he just knows the game and. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's old. That's about the only knock you got on him. But we're talking redraft here. So, yeah, I'll blow my wad. I'll blow my load on him. <laughs> and, you know, even really, you probably don't even have to. No. You know? I mean, you're right. probably going to have to pay up a little bit because people are going to look at his targets, 11 targets, and they're going to be like, man, that's the guy I want. But right. then, you know, then they're going to look at, oh, it's Nate Washington. You know, like, eh. Nate, so, what did he really do? He yeah, does whatever. Like, he's old. He wears a sleeve on his arm, you know. <laughs> Right, right. He just mentors the young wide receivers. It's exactly. He's just there to teach them how to route run or run routes. So if we're looking at, say, a $200 budget, okay. what percentage of that would you put towards, since we already said all towards James Jones? Yes. <laughs> I'd put $250 on yeah. it. I'll borrow some for that. What would you put on uh, somebody like uh, Jordan Reed? Ooh, Jordan Reed. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're only talking about a, a multiple games, three, four games. Let's just say DJX. Yeah, you know what? On a two hundred dollar budget, I'd put about fifty three bucks. Let's just say fifty three bucks. So, so do the basically a quarter. Yeah, so about twenty six percent, something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Love this calculator. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, like Brandon Coleman, I would, I would probably do somewhere in the ballpark of maybe seventy, seventy five bucks. It's one of those deals where you just you just hope that he stays healthy and that he continues to get playing time because I mean like Josh Hill got goose egged. You don't know when they really get rolling. Yeah, they sure. yeah yeah they stick with that guy. Yeah, so if Coleman's yeah. going to be that guy and going to get you know the seven targets or more, or his targets going to go up. Yeah, I I, I mean between uh, Reed and Coleman, I'd rather have Coleman right now only because I I don't really know, yeah, yeah head, head injuries worry me. It just bothered me. You know, well, it's, it's more of a difficult position to replace. Also, tight ends. There's a chance that you're going to find one sitting on the waiver wire in a redraft league. So yeah, I, w- I would spend probably in the ballpark of uh, seventy five bucks for Coleman, James Jones. Realistically, I, if it was a two hundred dollar budget, I would put a hundred dollars, maybe a little bit yes. more, maybe one hundred and twenty on him. Uh, it also depends on my situation. You know, if I, if I was a Jordy owner or a Dez owner, which I sadly am in a couple leagues. He's a guy that you probably don't want to miss out on because there's not too often going to be a guy that's the number two, potentially number two wide receiver and one of the best offenses in the league just sitting on the waiver wire. You know, that's yeah. not going to happen every every week. So, yeah, Nate Washington's uh, talking about him. I, You know, I'm looking at probably 
I put maybe 30 bucks on him. I was just about to say 30 bucks. Yeah, 30 bucks. That seems yeah. fair for his old ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> 30 bucks for his 38-year-old ass. How old is that guy? That's guy, He's like 42, right? I hope he's older than me. I hope he's older than me. I'm, I'm 31. so <laughs> He's probably a year or two older than you. Yeah, he's somewhere in there. He's definitely younger than me, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Uh, Let's do this this little, uh, another new segment we're unveiling called... You're killing me, Smalls. And it's just uh, guys that just flat out shit the bed. You know, I guys mean, that you relied on or were hyped up all offseason leading into week one. You just loved them. And you get there and they just drop it right on your face. They so, totally uh, Cleveland steamered you. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Horrible. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, you talked about Teddy Bridgewater earlier. I would assume he's one of those guys on that list, right? That son of a bitch. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater looked like a high school football player playing against the NFL. He I don't know what happened. What what was the transformation I was watching uh Monday night? Cuz it was this ugly. Guy, it was ugly. This guy was was scared. I mean, Mangini was sending the house these these exotic blitzes and he was rattled, rattled and he cost me a fucking league man and I needed <laughs> that win, one point seven points Teddy you 1. son of a seven one point seven I lost God son of a oh. <laughs> but uh yeah he was a t- he was it was night and day I mean it was night and day from last six games of last year this preseason and that and the first game of this year it was I I didn't. I didn't recognize the guy. Seriously. Well, there's there's a big factor that you know. I, I talked to uh, you know our own Scott Fish and uh, Nathan Tish on uh, on Twitter, and just kind of asking them about it because they're they're obviously closer to the Vikings, uh, following that a little bit closer than me. And I asked them whenever I saw that the Vikings had lost two interior offensive linemen, how I, how they thought it would really affect them because I didn't know. You know, I was thinking more of Adrian Peterson's angle. Right. Uh, but they, they said it'd really be bad for Teddy and it looked bad. Like you said, people were coming right up the middle, right into his face. He had no time and I he mean, looked scared and nervous the whole game, really. I'm giving him one more game. I hope he can, you know, find grips, pick up a blitz. I don't know. Something's got to change, but yeah. he can't afford to have another game like that or else I'm dropping him. I can't believe I'm going to say. This sentence, I never thought I was going to say it. I should have started Cutler. Oh, it, it's crazy, right? Yeah, you <laughs> would have never said that all offseason. All offseason, we're just so excited about Teddy. You know, you got was, Mike uh, Wallace, you got Chuck, AP Chucky. back. Yeah, Chuck Johnson. I mean, come yeah. on, Jerry's right. Uh, yeah, you got to downgrade all of them, really. I mean, and they didn't even use Adrian Peterson. No. <laughs> like, they just left him on the sideline. I was like, like yeah, what, 10 carries? I want to go take a leak. I come back and he's on the sideline and Asiata's in there. I'm like, oh my god, did yeah. this guy just tear tear something? Did he bust yeah. a hamstring, a, a, an ACL? What's going on? He's on the sideline with his helmet off. He did not break a sweat. No. He was he literally did. He yeah. didn't break a sweat. I'm like, what the hell is going on, man? I don't. I I did not understand what I I was watching. I, no. I couldn't. It, I, my mind, I could not grasp it. No, and the Niners defense, I, I think they're pretty pretty legit so yeah i was wrong that's the only thing that i'm kind of hoping with teddy is you know he's gonna face weaker opponents i hope so man yeah the one that uh fantasy twitter 
push the most was Allen Robinson. Yeah. Thanks. A Rob. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One catch, 27 yards, zero touchdowns. And, uh, and he got dinged up in that game. He, he kind of messed up his knee, which it looks like he's going to be okay, but it is something there that's following him along in his news broadcast. Now, like when you look at his uh, player info, they always, they have to say knee next to it, which makes you of course more worried. Right. But you know, Rashad green, the rookie there just, he took over that game, you know, with Marquise Lee out, Allen Robinson, not doing anything. It was just, it was, it was pretty much what you would expect from the Jaguars, but not what I expected from Allen Robinson. All right. How about, uh, how about your man, uh, OBJ? What the hell was that? What was the giant? What, what happened? Uh, Eli? Oh my God. I can't believe this. Uh, Tom Coughlin. I don't. All right. We're only going to do like a half hour or 45 minutes on this, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> on, this that's podcast, that's on this podcast, because I can go for three days on how horrendous that last drive or the last four, three to four plays was. <sighs> I'm going to take deep breaths because this totally pissed me off. I was up in the middle of the Catskills in the mountains watching this game ruin my whole vacation. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, listen, they were rolling coverage on OBJ. I mean, he's not sneak- sneaking up on anybody anymore. He's no. going to get doubled, tripled. I mean, who else is on the other on the side? Ruben Randall. Right. Preston Parker can catch a freaking third down pass. How oh, many man. third down passes, uh, third down receptions? He could have had first downs, four mm-hmm. of them. He caught one of them. He caught one out of four first down passes on third down, I, going nuts. It sounds right, though. It's Preston Parker. It's, it's Preston freaking Parker, man. And he was the number. Victor Cruz back, man. Oh, and Victor Cruz, yeah. His calf, his knee, who knows what yeah. the hell is there. Uh, but that last sequence of plays, Eli Manning had a brain fart or something, or mm-hmm. he's just that dumb. <laughs> I mean, but Aldell Beckham with five uh, five receptions for 44 uh, yards, you got to force feed it in. I'm sorry, but if he's the only guy, he's the best guy on the field besides Dez on, for both yeah. teams, you got to just throw it up. Give it yeah. to him. I mean, come on, a couple of slants. Matt can do this offense. is supposed to be quick hitches, slants, you know, like, I don't know. But, you know, you could pretty much put every first-round wide receiver – under your killing me smalls, except for Julio and Antonio Brown. That's right. Those are the only two. Those are the only two. Only every, two. every other one, like Calvin Johnson, just nothing. Ugh. Nothing. You know, but really, I wanted to talk uh, about Sammy Watkins. Uh, Sammy Watkins, we were all kind of worried. You know, the quarterback situation hurt him last year. Going to this week, and you're like, all right, Ty- Tyrod Taylor. He got a goose egg, man. A goose egg from Sammy Watkins. And Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin blew it up. <laughs> Percy freaking Harvin. Percy. Yeah. Percy. Percy. Now, I have to be honest. I I was not targeting Sammy Watkins anywhere. I mean, if you look at the stats, what was it? He had three games or four games over over 38 or 35 yards receiving oh, last year. Yeah. The red flags were there. They just, were. Just uh, kinda, you know, with new uh, new coach. You got a new quarterback. Just kind of hoped something might break, especially with a, a mobile quarterback. You'd think that that might open up Sammy, but it did not. And there's no. really no reason to think that anything's going to change right now. I mean, there's no. I mean, no. Rex Ryan's going to run the ball. I do like Carlos Williams, though. How'd you oh, like yeah. that? You call Carlos. I got to give you props right there, man. You, Carlito. You Carlito. Yeah. Carlito. I was going to give you a sign, Carlito. 
<laughs> yeah, all I need it now is a McCoy injury. That's it, man. That's it. I have them in a couple of leagues too. I need a nice McCoy hamstring. Oh man, yeah. I hate we're you gonna, know we're gonna pit all the McCoy owners right now. I know people get pissed off, man. When you like when you're not happy about an injury, but you know you're kind of glad you got the backup. Like oh, you, you know, stay classy. You're an idiot. <laughs> you know, like I'm like come on, it's part of the it's part of it. It's just yeah. part of the game. You know, you, you have plan a ahead. You got to plan ahead. That's Why right. draft Carlos Williams if you're not hoping for a McCoy injury? Exactly. You know. Yep. Yeah. So you know, another guy was you know speaking of backups, uh, you know Frank Gore, as we mentioned, went out with the ca- the calf cramp. Uh, Josh Robinson came in. I mean, really, Indy was just terrible this week. But you know, of of the guys that we mentioned, you know, Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, OBJ, Frank Gore, Bridgewater. Do you think they will all or some of them bounce back? I mean, we just, I guess, just discounted uh, Sammy Watkins' return <laughs> to anything. Right. But Basically. so, like Allen Robinson, you think he's gonna come back? I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think he's gonna have his moments. I think he's gonna have his games. Yeah, but uh, see this this kind of this week makes me kind of think back to like the preseason. I know there was one preseason game that I struggled through to watch the Jaguars, and he just <laughs> he just he, he struggled timid. I did. Jaguar, I mean, Jaguars fans struggle to watch Jaguars games. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just seemed timid. Uh, he didn't seem. I, again, I didn't watch this game, so I don't know how it went. I, like I said, I was in the, up in the mountains, but. I hope. Listen, I hope Allen Robinson comes back, or at least becomes what we hope he hope he is. So, out of all of them, I mean, Odell Beckham, I think is going to be fine. Yeah. Teddy, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that he's going to be, you know, fine. Uh, Sammy, I do not have high hopes for Sammy. Mm-mm. You know, that's it. Did we bring up Andre Johnson? We did not. That son we did of not. a. Mm, killed me, man. Go ahead. I, man. I, I, Go ahead. He had like a fourth or fifth round ADP too, right? Everybody thought, oh, come on, with yep. luck, he's going to be great. You know, Even I oh. thought he was going to be good. I thought he'd be better than T.Y. Hilton this year. Me too. Me too. He had 10 targets, four receptions for 24 yards. Come yep. on, man. All right, I'm, let's just give the Bills defense. Let's hope it was the Bills defense. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. But as Allen Robinson, yeah, I think he, I think he'll be – I think he'll be okay. I'm hoping. I'm not 100% confident, but I'm hoping. So what do you think, Ty? With Allen Robinson, I definitely think he's going to he's gonna bounce back. And I think he's if you didn't uh, get him in a draft, I think now is a really good time to send a trade offer for him because with uh, you know, a little dinged-up knee and a really bad stat line, his owner might be really worried. You know, chances are he took him probably between somewhere in the fifth to seventh round. Uh, you know, some home leagues. I know he slipped a little bit later than that, but the big one that uh, Chris Raybon actually pointed out to me on their, uh, he and TJ Hernandez's podcast called DFS MVPs. Definitely go check that out if you're into the DFS. But uh, they dropped, uh, Chris dropped a stat on there about um, Josh Norman, which is the Carolina cornerback who was covering Allen Robinson. And he he basically shut down Julio last year. When you look at Julio's two games against Carolina, he he essentially shut down Julio. Wow. Well, Josh, yeah, Josh Norman, that same guy, was covering Allen Robinson this week, this past week. So, wow. yeah, and he had a pick six. So <laughs> it's kind of a one of those. Josh Norman, huh? Yeah. Wow. So I, just remember that name. 
Just remember that name. You know, you IDPers. Yeah, right. Hat tip to uh, I'm sure they already know about it. I'm not an IDP guy, but hat tip to Chris Chris Raybon on that one. But that was uh, I tweeted out, you know, um, right before that game started about like Josh Norman was covering Allen Robinson, just kind of beware. And he shut him down even more than I thought he would. <laughs> like just, you know, just kind of I was I couldn't believe it really when I saw it, his final stat line one for twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, well, if this guy that. shut down Julio Jones, then he can shut down anybody. Basically, well, basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially the way it's going to be. And you know, like, I guess with Sammy Watkins, he's he's done to me. Like, I, I, if you, if I happen to own him, you're not going to be able to trade him for anything. So you might as well just hold him and hope that he has a good week and then move him. Right. Uh, OBJ is definitely going to come back. I don't see any way he stays down. Frank Gore, it is a little troubling in the week one. He has a big calf cramp. I mean, come on, like you can't. It's a cramp, you know, dude. Yeah, come on, man. This is week on. one. <laughs> you know, get an IV. Get yeah. Get drink some banana. pickle juice. <laughs> drink a drink a cup of pickle juice and and get up. Get hydrated, dude. Yeah, you should know this seriously, man. But Teddy Bridgewater of the list we have here is definitely the guy that I have no clue. Like yeah. I was high on him. I know Scott was very high on him. Uh, I know you were high on him. We we mm-hmm. all three kind of bought into it and really just looked at their whole offense. It was as a potential playoff team. And I still think that they have that potential, but if they can't protect Bridgewater through the offensive line, they're going to be in trouble all, all year. It's just like uh, Andrew Luck with the Colts. Yeah. You know, that's all, the bills dominated that, that line. And in preseason, that was a, a, a big red flag there for them was like the Chicago bears game versus Indian preseason. Every single play, they were all over Andrew Luck. Yeah. So when you when you start looking at you know the signs I mean, that we saw coming into the season, it, I mean, it's big. It's big. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. You got to give it. I, I'm giving a lot of it with Gore. I mean, to um to the Bills defense. I mean, Rex Ryan might not be the brightest or the sharpest tool in the shed, <laughs> as far as you know, like just dealing with. He says some dumb stuff, or he's not as as uh, I don't know, as corporate as a lot of coaches are. Right. You know, he's like your guy's guy, which I kind of, you know, it's pretty cool. But he is a defensive genius. He oh, knows yeah. how to put a defense together. Yep. Offensively, not so much. Mm-hmm. But defense. So I'm going to hope that Frank Gore, Andre Johnson, you know, Andrew Luck, obviously, you're not, you're not going to downgrade Andrew Luck ever. But, um, you know, Moncrief, I think, you know, they had good, nice stat lines. But um, I think – I think Gore and Andre Johnson will be back. Yep. Back on track, you know? Okay, our next segment is brought to you by Yinzer Headsets. Have you ever been working in a steel mill, listening to some Def Leppard, when out of nowhere is drowned out by radio interference? Not normal static interference, but by something that sounds like a football game broadcast? For interference free headsets, there's only one choice Yinzer Headsets. You worry about Marcus Wheaton. We'll worry about Belichick. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, man, we're, we're we're starting out, so we'll we'll take sponsors from it any way we can get them. You know, yeah. so that's yeah. these headsets think, are fantastic. I think Dre, I think Dr. Dre is is funding them. <laughs> Beats by Yinzer. I just <laughs> okay. Thank you to Yinzer Headsets for sponsoring our next segment of. Locks of the week, where Frank and I are going to give you one player each that we believe will meet a certain expectation. 
So, Frank, who you got? I didn't know who to pick, so I went with somebody out of the blue, real sleeper, real, real sleeper. I went with James Jones of the Green Bay of the Green Bay Packers. My my lock of the week is seventy five yards and a touchdown, maybe even two. Bang, lock it up. Seventy five yards, <laughs> seventy five yards, a touchdown or two. I'm going out on a limb, real that's, limb. That's great. He's an unknown. Okay. He's an unknown sleeper, right? My guy, Brandon Cooks. He was another guy kind of disappointed this week, really. Right. But that kind of goes along with the New Orleans offense not really throwing to their wide receivers. My lock of the week, Brandon Cooks at home versus Tampa Bay, will break 100 yards receiving and score at least one time. I hope that's true. Me I have been a few leagues. So do I. I mean, he is the next Antonio Brown. He is. (laughs) (laughs) Some people love that reference, and some people would hate that reference. Most people love it, though. (laughs) They really do. Most people do love that. Well, real quick, who's Green Bay playing this this week? Seattle. All right, let's rewind the tape. And I'm going to go with Andre Reid. Andre Reed. Andre Reed. Jordan Reed. <laughs> Andre Reed of the Buffalo Bills will return with unretired. Jim Kelly. And Jim sleeper Kelly this week. Will throw three touchdowns. <laughs> Jordan Reed is going to have one touchdown. I'm going to do the same stat line for, for James Jones for Jordan Reed. There you go. He's going to have 75 yards and a touchdown. Jordan, Jordan Reed. Reed. There you Jordan go. Reed will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, that that is something that is a good point that you brought up about Seattle because you know, their uh their whole claim to fame is shutting down bigger wide receivers. I'm wondering if this is gonna be a, a Randall Cobb game. Oh. Yeah. Or Devont or Devontae Adams. Oh, Everybody Devontae get Devontae Adams. Adams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh that is something to really take into uh account there, but Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't know. I don't it's know when the last time. Yeah, he's gonna. I think he's gonna it's light Rodgers. He's gonna light him up, dude. Okay. After week one, after week one, I can't be sure of anything anymore. I was hundred percent sure about almost everybody, and now I'm zero percent sure about anyone. So yeah, now we're running to the waiver wire like everybody else. <laughs> right. Sad. Well, that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, obviously, I hope you could tell we were joking slightly about Scotty Fishwater's profession and why he couldn't be here. <laughs> all right. Everybody have a good week and hope all your players stay healthy. That's right. Later, homies. See you.